Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for August 14th. Yes, it's 14th. And to think about that for a second, 2020, today's topic, we are talking about the Vault certification because it's Vault Friday, y'all. And the specific objective that we're looking at for this Vault certification is leases. And this is actually going to be fairly short. I'm going to be able to get this all in one episode or, or one video because the objective only has two sub objectives or actually three, but they're all interrelated. And the topic honestly just isn't that broad. So that's kind of nice that, you know, objective four is so short. Then we can jump to objective five, which I've already forgot what it is, but we'll deal with that next week. Before we get into the topic at hand, I don't have any updated housekeeping items at the moment. The one thing I will say is that the examples uh, for the code for this are going to be published to GitHub. I am working on that. So as this becomes more complete, I'm going to be working on that. I think I'm also going to finally start on the vault certification guide as soon as I finish updating the Terraform certification guide for version 13 because version 13 just came out and I did a video about that on Tuesday. So I'll throw a card up here in case that interests you uh, to know more about what's going on with Terraform. Okay, so before we talk about leases, let's go ahead and check in. How are you? It's Friday. Fridays are good. It means you made it basically through the week. I was just talking to someone who had been working a 60 hour week so far and he had more on his plate because somebody else was on vacation and he had his normal workload. And then this other guy's project kind of got foisted on him because I guess it got lit on fire or something. And I just fell for him, man. Like 60 hour work weeks are awful. I, I had a pretty busy work week myself, but like nothing approaching 60 hours. So my heart goes out to you, Adam. I hope that you make it through this week and maybe get a little rest next week. Take take a load off. Hopefully those projects calm down a little bit. Anyway, let's talk about vault leases. The idea behind a vault lease is you have these different secrets engines. And those secrets engines generally will store and keep secrets, but sometimes they also generate credentials for you. So a good example of this is the AWS Secrets Engine. What that engine actually can do is provision AWS credentials for you. Another example of the engine could be a database engine for MySQL. That will generate database credentials when you read against the Secrets Engine. Now, how long are those credentials valid for? That's where the lease comes in. You can Give, when you give credentials or anything from a secrets engine, with the exception of the KV or key value secrets engine, all of those secrets have a lease associated with them. That's how long they're good for. And that lease can be renewed and that lease can be revoked. So the three objectives in here, I'm just going to read them verbatim. The high level objective is managing vault leases. <clears throat> and then the sub objectives are explain the purpose of a lease ID, which that should be fairly obvious, right? A lease ID is the ID of the lease that you want to manage. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Makes sense. And we'll see one in a minute. I've got some demo stuff lined up. The next sub objective is renew leases. Makes sense. Leases end after a certain period of time. They're only valid for a certain period of time but you can renew them before that period runs out. Okay, so they're kind of like tokens in that regard. And then lastly, revoking leases is if that secret that you provisioned you no longer want, you can revoke it 
by using the revoke command and you need the lease ID for that as well. Okay, so those are the three sub objectives and they are they're all interrelated and they all kind of make sense. So why don't we walk through a demo example of actual leases with the AWS secrets engine. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and share my screen out here. There we go screen share. And it probably bounced to my other camera too, because I haven't quite set that up yet. But anyway, here we go. What you're looking at here is Visual Studio Code. And let me just bump it up, bump it up by one. So it's very large and easy to see. And what I did is I spun up spun up a vault in a vault dev server instance using vault server dash dev. And then I did the standard exporting the root token to an environment variable and exporting the vault address to an environment variable. So I can just run vault commands very easily. And then I did this thing to enable the AWS secrets engine. So you do vault secrets, enable AWS, and that enables the AWS engine at its default path. You can have multiple instances of the secrets engine because of that. If you don't give a path, it puts it at the uh, default path, but you could give it a path argument and put it at a non-default path. Now I just went with the default because that's not really what we're looking at here. Then you have to configure the engine. Right now it's there, but it's not configured, so it can't do anything. In order to configure the engine, you have to give Vault credentials to make changes up in AWS. You have to tell it an access key, a secret key, and a region in which to function. Once you give it that information, then it's able to go and make changes to your AWS environment. Now, bearing that in mind, there is some guidance in the documentation on what I am role and policy you should assign this particular credential that Vault will be using so it doesn't have too many credentials and you can easily audit it. But that's a whole other conversation as well. We're talking about leases here, and we're just leading up to that. The next thing to do is create a credential, and you can have or create a role. You can have multiple roles for the AWS Secrets Engine. Each role has defined permissions within your AWS account. Those defined permissions are defined by a policy document. So basically what we're doing is we're writing that role. We have to give it a name. I'm calling this one EC2 admin because it gets all the permissions to EC2 actions. And I'm loading in a policy document. Now, one of the things that annoys me a little bit is if you're using the command line, they're assuming that you're using Linux. So the examples all use the EOF here doc syntax and the PowerShell here doc syntax actually doesn't work as far as I can tell. So that's kind of annoying. The way around that is if you are on Windows, you can either jump into Windows subsystem for Linux, or you can use the API instead and make HTTP calls where you're embedding the policy document as data. So you have some options there. I've already done all of this. So the next step is to get ourselves some credentials. And the way that you do that is you read against the path AWS slash creds slash EC2 admin. So you read creds slash the role that you just created. So we'll go ahead and run that right here. We're going to do vault read AWS creds EC2 admin, and that is going to return actual credentials to my AWS account. So don't try to use these. I'm going to revoke them almost immediately. But if you're watching live, please don't, you know, spin up a whole bunch of EC2 instances. Basically, the thing I want to highlight here is there is a lease ID. There's a lease duration of 768 hours. So that's the default duration here 
The lease is renewable, so I can renew this lease before the duration ends. And then we've got an access key and a secret key, which is the things that we need for AWS. We don't have a security token because we're not using STS here. That's fine. Now, if you want to renew the token, uh, I'm sorry, if you want to renew the lease, it would be vault renew and then the lease ID. We don't want to do that. We want to revoke this before anybody uses it. So we'll do vault lease revoke. And then we have to give the lease ID at the end of that. So I'll go ahead and copy that here and paste it down here. And there we go. That lease is revoked. What does that actually mean on the AWS side? When we created the credential, it actually created an IM user on AWS and gave us an access key and secret key. When we revoked it, Vault went and deleted that user. It didn't just delete the secret and access keys, it deleted the entire user from IM in that account. So that user is now gone. If we'd renewed it, then it would just renew within Vault and wouldn't touch the actual account in any way because it's not changing what's going on with AWS, it's just changing what's going on inside Vault. If we let the lease expire, then Vault at that point would reach out to AWS and delete that account. So that's basically what's going on with leases. If you wanted to change the default lease duration, I'll just show this real quick. We can use Vault Path Help, which is a really useful command to figure out what you can do at various paths. And if we do Vault Path Help, AWS config lease is the path we want help with. We'll discover that the default lease is a string, it's a parameter, and the lease max is another string. And you can give the maximum time that a credential is valid for. And the format for that is something like one H would be one hour, you could do one minute, you could do one second, I don't know how that would even be remotely useful. But there's a bunch of different options here. So that is Vault leases in a nutshell, and we've already finished objective four, which is awesome because next week we can move on to objective five. And you know, if I just pull that up real quick, objective five is compare and configure Vault Secrets Engine. So we kind of already did a little bit of object objective five, but we'll do a different Secrets Engine next week and we'll talk a little bit more about what the various use cases are and those types of things. So that's all I have for today, and that'll do it for this week. Thank you so much for watching. If you have been enjoying this series, please subscribe to the channel, share it with friends. And uh, until next time, stay healthy and stay safe, everybody. Thanks.